Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I'm excited to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes. We're going to talk a lot of football today. And we do with all that because of PlayUp.com. PlayUp Sportsbook. They present the show to us. They are currently in the states of New Jersey and Colorado. And if you're there, sign up for an account and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. That's PlayUp. Dot com. Michael Noonan's here. What's happening? Good morning, Phil. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm lovely. I How about to. the Cowboys? Uh, that one stung for a bit. I, I'm not going to even hesitate. That stung for a bit. And I had this bad feeling that they were going, they being the Cowboys, were going to lay a stinker in the first half and have to come back and maybe win by a point. So none of those things happened. Jimmy Garoppolo made his coach look very good, as did that defense in the first half. What did you think about that game? Garoppolo was okay. Mm -hmm. He was um, good enough until he wasn't. Uh, A couple bonehead mistakes at the end there. Uh, my thought was after watching it, because the two coordinators for Dallas are the big names in all the coaching searches, Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore. Mm -hmm. And Kellen Moore has been talked about as the Vikings' new coach. Right. And after that last play, I'm, I'm really wondering how their stock has gone up or down. Because Kellen Moore went off my coaching list with that last bizarre call. That was weird. That that finish was strange. It was what it was. You can see the uh, missed pick on my part at betstamp.app. They track all our picks for us. And we even sell our Wolfline newsletter package there where you get the newsletter six days a week. And that thing has been printing money since we started. We'll have another one up later today for Martin Luther King Day. And yeah, I just, ugh, that was just a bummer, Michael. I, I did, I've been riding with the Cowboys most of the season, but my word. And, and, and somebody said to me they were in a bad spot, or was it a slow start? I said it was a combination of both, really. But the 49ers, I think the Cowboys made the 49ers look better than they might be but hats off they finished the job they got out to the lead they held on and you know garoppolo what did he threw one interception i think in the fourth quarter was it or third quarter that hurt them a little third, bit i think it was the third quarter maybe the beginning of the fourth 
bad interception. And then he doesn't, uh, he didn't allow Trent Williams to get set on, on that uh, play at the end of the game. And so big penalty, they, they lose the ball. That's a like a high school quarterback thing. Yeah, right. You, you know you've got to let everybody get set before you snap the ball. But I come away kind of liking Garoppolo better than I had before. Okay. Uh, I thought that game was over after the first drive. San Francisco took the ball down the field and scored, and Dallas kind of looked like, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> right, right, they did, yeah. And I was like, this is going to be a long day for Dallas. Now, And, and I'm a Dallas hater, so I, I enjoyed that. Um, but the, the, I, the part that's just inexcusable to me is with that much talent, that's the best those coaches could do. Right, I, I mean, I I don't I don't get it, um, and I I I don't understand how that team with that much talent can look that mediocre. You're talking about Dallas, right? Yeah, I I think there's a problem with the wide receivers. I think mainly the uh, CD Lamb is a problem there. He might be similar to. Uh, Antonio Brown in a way because you know he believe they've been complaining all year that they don't get enough touches, and, and the reality is is you know get open, <laughs> try getting open, I, don't I drop have, balls. Yeah, I haven't watched enough of their games to to figure it out, and they were you know, like the highest scoring team in the league. Mm-hmm. But the the part that just baffles me is that front four talent wise is really good and i i just to me you put a better head coach in there and that's a really dominant team oh they're loaded but uh all credit to san francisco i mean basically that was uh they outcoached them. They outplayed them. They came out with the win, and for uh, their troubles, they get a ticket to Green Bay. That's what they get—a date with the Packers. Could be a lot more interesting than we think. We'll have to wait and see on that. But uh, what are the chances that Dallas fires uh, Mike McCarthy today? I don't think they will. They usually don't. They stuck with Garrett for a long time. Yeah. And I know I know what I would do, and I'm not a you know as much as I wanted Zimmer fired this year. It was after eight years of the same stuff, different day. Right. Um, generally speaking, if you made a good choice, stick with your choice, figure it out. I, I don't. I, I was just stunned that a head coach would allow that play on the, in the final second. I mean, I, I cannot get over that. You have to have everything go well. I mean, it has to go perfectly to get, um, to get that playoff. And the difference was between the 41 and the 29. 
Your quarterback is making forty million dollars a year. He can hit. He can. He can hit the end zone from the forty-one. Trust me on this. Oh yes. <laughs> and he's got three allegedly wonderful wideouts. Uh, he's got a good tight end. He's got Pollard. There, throw two shots into the end zone. And instead, they call this bizarre. <laughs> right, right. You could even see Dak when he was uh, behind center. He didn't look right. <laughs> He's going, oh, damn, I'm going to get killed again. But That, uh, the wow. biz- that fake punt was beautiful. Yes. The fake punt was beautiful. And then they line up again in punt formation because they're trying to get cute and I guess get San Francisco to burn a timeout. That's about the only thing I can think of. And and that doesn't work. It's like, this is the playoffs. This is not when you get cute. You, This is when you impose your will and your abilities on another team. And the, it. I don't know. I I laughed to be honest. I I didn't because I lost, but uh, it is what it is. First losing week since week three. I'm gonna redeem myself in this freaking Monday night game. But look at the overall body of work. Overall body of work was pretty good. Seventy three, forty nine, and four with eight eight money line dogs. See, that's awesome. I feel like it was really good considering I started out like horrific. Like since the week two, I went on a 63-29-2 run. Someone wrote to me and said, you don't make enough picks. You know, the, I saw some guys tallying up their totals and they made like two, 300 picks in an NFL season. How do you do that? Well, you don't do it with any degree of accuracy. Well, that's, you know, throw enough at the wall, maybe something sticks. But how can you handicap that many games? Now, we talk about almost every game on every weekly schedule. And, you know, guys make picks on this show. I don't mind, but you've seen my thing. Three to four games a week, that's it. I don't understand how you can do that. How can you humanly and have another real job, a real job on top of your hobby? which you're trying to make money off of selling 300 picks in an NFL season. Can't do it. If you sent that to a professional gambler, they would ask for their money back, or they would just say keep it because uh, you're not that guy for me. I can't wait through all this crap. But it is what it is. Speaking of crap, though, <laughs> that Monday Raid or that Saturday Raiders-Bengals game and that inadvertent whistle when T. Higgins scored that touchdown pass from Burrow, Ooh, if you're the Raiders, after everything that you've gone through this season, on and off the field, that's gotta really hurt, right? I don't, I, I, I don't get where all the the uh, noise is about this. Okay. I mean, I watched the play like everybody else in real time. Mm-hmm. Burrow goes to the sideline, makes a great play, touchdown. Um, I didn't see anybody stop playing. Did you? No, none of them did. Okay, so what's the big deal? They now the defensive linemen. Some of them say they were stopped, no. but it really looked more like they were stopped by Bengals linemen. That happens in football. Yeah, like every play. 
What a bummer, though. I mean, if you think if you're them, though, you're like, what else? Thank goodness the season's over because what else could happen for that team? What a mess they've had to deal with the entire season. They got they lost their coach for some emails he wrote ten years ago, and then they lost their probably their fastest wide receiver and their only deep ball threat to a, a horrific, tragic DUI incident that took a life, or two lives, actually. And then they lose another guy on the team for drunk driving. It's just been one thing after another. And then this, and, you know, Derek Carr, he didn't use that as an excuse. I, I My respect for Derek Carr, I always liked him in, for fantasy because, you know what, he does perform. You know, fantasy football doesn't count the playoffs, so why do we care? Because in the regular season, he does okay, and uh, or better than okay, I think. But I've always, I've always been a fan. Uh, I've never understood the uh, wringing of hands over Derek Carr. I think he's a good quarterback. Yes, I think he's uh, a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Uh, He's better than Garoppolo. I think he is a competent quarterback that you can win with. Yep. Uh, I've never understood why people were down on him. The guy shows up. He's a gamer. Um, I like Derek Carr. Always have. Mm -hmm. I was hoping against hope that we would somehow draft him in Minnesota. It didn't work out that way. Right. He's a good quarterback. And that team should be commended. Uh, the uh, interim head coach, I mean, somebody give that guy a big check at the end of the year. And and a, and a job for next year. He should be hired. I, I, you know, I don't know what all the internal ramifications are. Anybody that has a haircut like Mark Davis, I will never trust. But... Uh, <laughs> He's got all that money, and he pays somebody to put a bowl on his head and cut around it. Right. But that team came together. They've got some nice pieces. They've got some really nice pieces. Um, Jacobs is probably the most underrated running back in the league. Uh, good on them. Great, great year after all of those things that you mentioned. Uh, be happy about it, move on. But that play wasn't the end of their season. No, I right. don't think so either. Uh, and and congrats to Cincinnati. I like the way they played, though, Cincinnati. I, I thought they played okay. That You know, Joe Burrow is not a shabby quarterback. Can you imagine? No, can you? I'll ask you something. Can you imagine being at Ohio State and sitting there for four years and you've got two guys in front of you, not one, but two, in front of you they both go on all three end up in the nfl joe burrow had to leave in order to play because justin fields would have was named the starter over him burrow goes off to lsu wins the heisman wins the national championship and is starring in the nfl and the other two the other two aren't worth a nickel in my opinion in the nfl so how, how does that work exactly i think the college it just describes how different the college game is how I, I okay? I can deal with Justin Fields. He he's got a nice arm. He can run. 
I can see in college where uh, he's going to be a guy that you that, that you like. Mm-hmm. But that other stiff. Oh, Haskins. Gosh. Yeah. He, he. I don't think you're. I don't honestly think, or believe that Haskins is ever going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's even going to be a backup in the NFL. Well, he's, right now, he's with Pittsburgh. And I know he's uh, out. Uh, and I don't understand. You know, you gotta you gotta trust Tomlin. Mm-hmm. But. You know, I would take uh, I would take a small prop bet that he doesn't even make the team next year. Well, Tomlin's one of those guys. You know, all that problems with Mason Rudolph, and yet when Roethlisberger was out, who did he give the ball to? Mason Rudolph. I still remember when that whole thing happened, and the Browns player said he used the N word in my direction. Yeah. And Tomlin said, "Listen, I known that kid a long time." He said, and if he would have said that word, and I don't believe that he did because he wouldn't have been able to come to the sideline had he had done that. And uh, he sticks with his people. I'll, I'll tell you why after the show, why Haskins is in Pittsburgh. But, uh, and, I'll, and I'll leave it at that. But, okay. uh, yeah, there's a reason for it, and I think it's a good one. But uh, we'll see. But, you know, when you look at the Bengals, you look at an issue, it's a good team. This Jamar Chase, nice player. He, Joe Burrow has everything there. He's got a line that sometimes protects him. He's got Joe Mixon who can run the football. And he's got three kids who can catch. Plus, he's got a tight end that can catch the ball too. You know, he's got a wealth of riches. Maybe they need to beef up that offensive line a bit. I think their uh, run ends this coming week. with I, They're playing Tampa Bay, right? No, they're playing um, Tennessee. Oh, right. So you know what? They still... I don't have that page up. I, I don't even know who's playing until I start handicapping, Michael. It's horrible. But uh, anyway, to make a long story short, they could beat Tennessee next week then. I think Joe Burrow can beat Tennessee. Tennessee's a good team. Derrick Henry will be back. But in what fashion will that be? How is that going to look with Derrick Henry coming back? How many Is he going to be a full participant? Is he going to be on a snap count? You know, We don't know any of those things, do we? Not yet, not yet. But you know, I I know what they're going to try and do, which is they're going to try and keep the ball away uh, from Joe Burrow and those wide receivers. We'll see. I, I I think Cincinnati is a couple pieces away, but I think they've got a, a chance uh, in Tennessee. Uh, I don't know. I don't see any lines yet on that, but I like that team. I like to watch that team. And um, there, there was talk before the year began, if you'll remember, of firing the head coach. Who should be coach of the year. And, yeah, he's going to get a, a lot of consideration for coach of the year. As well he should. And it's a fun team to watch. Uh, it's fun to watch – uh, fans in, in towns like Cincinnati when they've got a good team finally and how much joy they get out of it. You know, we get so deep in the weeds with numbers and betting and all that stuff. 
that sometimes we lose the joy of the sport. And I like to be reminded that we're doing this for fun. There, there has to be some joy in it. And uh, I got some joy out of watching those fans yesterday. Yeah, I did too, because they've been waiting. They've been long-suffering, that's for sure. I know what that means. I sure do too. I'm a Lions fan. They've never won. So, oh and, but I'm a Jets fan, so they won like in 1969 when I was four. So uh, take that for all it's worth. Patriots-Bills. I didn't expect that to happen. I thought it would be a lot closer. Josh Allen murdered them with his feet and with his arm. But was I was disappointed, Mac Jones. I was disappointed in my pick. And I was disappointed in myself for looking past something I usually don't, and that's interceptions. He's now thrown seven over his last five games. I don't know. I think the book is out on him. I think they're going to have to do something different. He's no. He's not Tom Brady, but then he doesn't have to be. But in a way, he kind of does because he's the guy who took over. You know what I mean? The thing, I don't think we understand yet how good or not good he is because the weapons that he has are pop guns. I know. Um, there's. I heard some talk this morning before we got on that uh, they may actually consider moving on from him already. Uh, and I think that's ridiculous. Uh, they should try putting some weapons around him. They've got a couple pieces of their themselves that, you know, Belichick did a great job with that team. Yes, he sure did. Um, but Buffalo just stomped the tar out of them. And that they did. That was, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I, I expected it, but I, I thought that that would probably be somewhat like it, how it turned out. Um, and Buffalo looks good going forward. That's the big deal. That's the big deal. You know what? You're absolutely right. And they play the Chiefs. That should be a fun game, and that's going to be Sunday night at 6.30 on CBS. You see, I finally pulled that thing up. Can they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City, though? Yes. Okay. Yes, they can. Will the they, though? If you ask me this morning, and it's Monday morning, and I've got Sunday hangover, yeah, I think they can. Um, the player that intrigues me in this matchup is Jarek McKinnon. Okay. Uh, Jarek McKinnon was a draft choice of the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. And they let him go when he hit free agency. And I was mad. Because <laughs> I, I, I like the guy a lot. I, he, he brings a great deal to the table. Right. And I think, you know, so you'll probably get some mail about this. I think he's a better running back than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You know, I agree with you. That That's a fascinating find. He was on their practice squad, right? What a good story. He they can si run. They signed him. He got hurt. When McKinnon's, McKinnon played one season as a starter in Minnesota, he 
they originally thought that he was going to be like a third down back, uh, scat back, catch stuff out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. Found out he could also run between the tackles. He can, even after all the injuries I noticed yesterday, he can still get the edge. Uh, He's an excellent pass catcher. Um, in that offense, and they're going to have to change the offense a little bit, but that might be the missing piece for not having the wide out on the other side from Hill. If they can incorporate him more, and I was really surprised. I saw him play uh, last week, and they were kind of mixing him in a little bit. I'm like, whoa, whoa there's, there's Jet. And this week he's starting, and if they incorporate him more into the offense, they are going to be really difficult to – even more difficult than they are under normal circumstances to contend with because they, they've never looked whole to me this year. Right. And it was just like they're missing another piece. Uh, Mahomes is great. Uh, Hill is great. Kelsey's great, but they weren't all there. And if they work Jarek McKinnon in to the fullest of his abilities, that's a very interesting uh, piece of the team going forward. I like that. You know, the best part of the press conferences in the Kansas City-Pittsburgh game was when Travis Kelsey was up on the podium, it was his turn, and they said, we have a special caller, and it was his mother. <laughs> she tried to watch both her sons play live yesterday, and, and it didn't work out, and they tried to make that happen. So instead, they got to... Uh, I, I was touched by it, because it caught him by surprise, you know? And uh, she asked him a question. She just said, I love you. I'm so proud of you. And uh, I know how hard you worked. And all this stuff. And it was just touching to see the look on his face because he was surprised. Because <laughs> he probably didn't even have any idea mom wasn't there. You know, because he's busy playing football. Right. But I like this car. I like that team, man. The Chiefs. I think that they could win the Super Bowl. But I think our Super Bowl is going to be next Sunday when the, when, the bull, when, the, when the Bills play the Chiefs. I think you're right gotta be because those are the two best teams in the AFC in my opinion and well we'll have to wait and see you know we've got that season playoff veterans Super Bowl champions Kansas City Chiefs against these upstart Bills with a quarterback who can throw and run and causes fits everywhere and he's got weapons too and that's amazing I'm excited for that game with Kansas City and Buffalo Eagles Tampa Bay Michael now I had that. That was the one I got right this weekend. I had the and, and the under forty nine that you and I picked on Monday show, and then John Murgis and I reiterated take forty nine now while you got the chance. So we went two and two. It's a five hundred. We're losing. We're going to win this freaking Monday night, and we're going to win big because I can't have a losing week, man. There you go. But anyway, go back back to uh, off of my whining. And now back to Eagles, Tampa Bay. I don't know what... I know people wanted to see the romantic version of the Eagles upsetting Tampa Bay, but I'm wondering if they watch football much or or whatever they're taking sent to me because I could sure use it. 
the the theory was is that they would run, 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 and <laughs> so I haven't watched an Eagles game all the way through this year. I've watched parts of Eagle games, okay, but this this was a standalone game, so I watched it. Jalen Hurts sucks. Right. <laughs> oh, oh People have been trying to sell me this guy all year long, and I'm like, not when I'm watching it doesn't. He's awful. He's awful. He can't play quarterback. What the hell is wrong with you people? I know, right? I'm. I, He is uh, an, an interesting gadget player. You, you know what the role he might fill someday is the Taysom Hill role in New Orleans. Okay. Uh, his running ability is is excellent. Oh yeah. But he cannot pass. At least it, accurately. Yeah. Well, he. If you're gonna. So anybody that's watched football for any length of time and you know something, you know, you've learned something about how things work in football, you know that to be a good quarterback in the NFL, you have to be able to anticipate throws. The difference between college and the NFL for quarterbacks is that in college, uh, your receivers are liable to be wide open. And you just have to get them the ball. Well, in the NFL, you have to anticipate that they might be open and throw it anyway. <laughs> right? Oh, God, this guy is awful. What? Didn't you try to sell me this guy once? Maybe. He's awful, Phil. I know. He, he really is. He can't play. He he stays on the field because he can run, but he can't throw up. He's awful. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I, Philly could have been in that game with a real quarterback. And if I'd have been the head coach, Gardner Minshew would have been in the game really early. Well, that's where I would have went. You know, I thought Hurts would be okay. I was excited for him last year, his rookie season toward the end. He, he looked like he was trying to lead. But it also appears that the players that he has doesn't want to follow him, and they know him better than we do. So there's that. But the play calling the Eagles make, very strange. You know, they got this Miles Sanders kid who's supposed to be pretty good, but we'll never really know him because the craziest thing in the world is that they just don't give him the ball enough. And it's very strange, incredibly strange. Instead, they ride the feet in the arm of Hurts. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts, this is what I, well, I'll issue a prophecy for football, for the NFL. One day you're going to see Jalen Hurts start for a really bad team, and his backup will be Tua Tagoveola. Because. <laughs> You know, if you put those two together, you still wouldn't have a quarterback. But at Alabama, you can't because you got these superstar wide receivers. You know, if you watched them play in college football, what did you see? You saw nothing but craziness. They plug and play like nuts. They, they got guys coming off the freaking out of the parking lot who can run uh, four four forties. Yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> I was just amazed. 
you know, and I feel bad for a guy like, so the Minnesota Vikings drafted Justin Jefferson with their first round pick. And they had to sit chewing their fingernails down to the nub to see who Philly was going to take because they knew Philly needed a wide receiver. Philly took Jalen Rager. Right. And there was much joy in, in Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota immediately took Jefferson and the rest is history. I'm not sure it's Rager's fault because this guy couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Right. I I don't see how you go anywhere because he's not going to develop that ability. But he had receivers open and he just missed them. Missed them badly too. The first the first throw of the game, I think I think it was the first throw he overthrew Rieger is what that was. Overthrew him and threw overthrew Smith too the same way. But Tampa Bay looked good too. Their defense made them work. Chasing Jalen Hurts around. But one thing that concerns me, and, and this is interesting, maybe we'll see, but Brady's been sacked 10 times over his last five, and he got sacked four times on Sunday. I guess that doesn't even matter because that's the best team in the NFC, isn't it? It matters next week. If Tristan Wirfs can't play, if the center is banged up like they were uh, against Philly, they got big problems. They've got big problems. Well, that's what you got to watch for is that injuries to the offensive line. That's what that's going to matter now for sure, more than ever. You know, we concentrate on that a little bit, but now it's our focus, right? The off the the games are going to be won now in the trenches. Yes. Well, and any issues that you have just show up in the playoffs. Yeah. This is, this is when things that you got away with. So against Philly, you could get away with having second and third stringers in there because the time by the time those guys got hurt, Philly was gassed. They they were they were on their way to vacation. Uh, won't be the case next week against whoever it is that they play. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, Steelers, Chiefs, we already talked about. Mahomes threw five touchdowns. What a great night for them. Rough night for Big Ben, although he didn't do that bad. It wasn't his fault they lost. And, and somebody needs to put some Velcro on uh, Deontay Johnson's gloves. Something. The Freddie Bolitnikoff stick them. Some damn thing. You know, those gloves that those receivers wear, you can catch anything with. Except he can't seem to catch balls that are right in his hands. And that sucked for him. It sucked for everyone concerned with that game. But they didn't have a chance from yeah. the get-go, did they? No, they were. That that wasn't going to happen. Um, kind of a sad way to go out, but better to go out in the playoffs than the regular season, especially on a crappy team like that. Yeah, uh, you know. So he was never one of my favorites. I respected the talent. I always thought he was a bit of a bleep yeah uh, yeah probably so yeah um but that 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 game went exactly how i think most of us thought it would yes it, it certainly did except i took the uh 13 and a half points and the steelers they almost came back and covered but 
It is what it is. I picked that on the show. If you listen, sorry. It is what it is. That was a Monday pick, if you remember. I picked it with you. But uh, I said, that's way too many points right there. Don't give him that many. How many times have we talked about? We we never touched those games. I know. But uh, the playoffs, people expect me to make these picks. I got I, it. And I didn't. And I did it only on the show. I, and I tracked it, and I owned the loss. But you saw what I sent to my customers. I didn't send that game. Didn't no, send I- that game. But I did make a statement about the Eagles. I don't know what the fuss is all about. They were 0-6 against playoff teams this season. They they barely even were in those games. So that was an easy play. But tonight's game is not going to be easy, Michael. It's the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. The NFC West coming alive. And these are two teams we thought would be probably not playing in this playing each other in the first round of the playoffs in a wild card at the beginning of the season but then you know the cardinals have lost four of their last five rams have won five of their last six the rams are three and a half point favorite right now that line is moved the total is depending on where you look anywhere from 49 and a half points to 50 and a half points what say you about this game, Michael? It's this is a tough one. Um, do we know if Hopkins is going to actually make it? No, tonight? he's out. He's been ruled out. Yeah. Then the way I would look at this game is Arizona seems to have lost its way. Arizona hasn't looked good in over a month. Right. Uh, And every week we've sat down on a Monday morning and thought, well, this might be the week that Arizona gets straightened out. And they haven't done it. Um, L.A. has some problems of their own. Mm -hmm. I don't trust either team as far as I can throw them. But you're looking at Hopkins being out. I think Connor's out. Edmonds is banged up. Uh, L.A. by three. I hate that half. That half is almost unbettable because it's too easy to get beat. Yeah, but I'm I'm leaning toward L.A. Yeah, okay. I was thinking of playing the uh, Cardinals on the money line, but when I saw that uh, James Conner was iffy at best, probably going to leave that pick out. The only play you really have here, well, you can take the Rams, but then you got to look at, you know, because they do have Cam Akers back, and that helps them a lot, you know, because Henderson's out, and Sony Michelle, you know, he took too much of a beating in New England. Uh, Stafford, though, since week nine has thrown 11 interceptions with four pick sixes. You know, they've they've won most of those games, though. But still, that's just a hard to trust, right? Hard to trust. And I know that Arizona has a pretty good defense. We We won with them on the money line when they were missing half their team. But... The Rams are not that team to tinker with. 
So I think the only play for me, no, I don't think it, I know it, is to play the under 45 and a half. I have a funny feeling we're going to see some turnovers tonight. And I also have this funny feeling that the Rams are going to, that Rams defense is going to get excited. I know that the Cardinals still have uh, A.J. Green, and they also have uh, this Christian Kirk, nice players, but they're not DeAndre Hopkins. And those two guys you can play straight up. And guys like Jalen Ramsey kind of enjoy straight up. You know what I mean? They dig that straight up because they're showboats, guys like Jalen Ramsey. And, and I have a funny feeling that we're going to see a couple interceptions from Kyler Murray, and I was just tickled for him. The other thing that makes me interested and keeps me at the under, Michael, is the fact that J.J. Watt is coming back. Now, he may not, may or may not have an impact on this game directly, but him being on the field indirectly impacts this game because that kid can play. And let's face it, he can really play. And I'm not so sure that the Rams' front line or their front five do a very good job of protecting Matthew Stafford at times. And with all these interceptions that this kid has thrown, I just think this is going to be a low-scoring game. We also have Kyler Murray has 13 fumbles this season, Michael. not He hasn't lost any, but that's a heck of a lot of fumbles for a quarterback. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, is I, I'll have to look a little bit later on. I believe that they were Arizona was having some problems uh, with health at the center position. Mm-hmm. If you're going to play Aaron Donald, you you don't want issues with health at the center position. Um, that that's the matchup that I'm looking at. Yeah, that's a good call. See, that's why you're here. I get so many good emails from this program on Mondays. I, I say it all the time. This helps set me up for the following week, and a lot of people seem to agree with me. Great stuff today, partner. Well done. Thank you, Mr. Phil. Always good to talk to you. It's always good to talk to you, too. You can find Michael over at Phoenix Preacher on Twitter. And if you're so inclined and want to check out his website, it's my, it's, I'm sorry, it's phoenixpreacher.com. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. I want to thank PlayUp for presenting the show for you. PlayUp is always your best bet. You can find them at playup.com. BetStamp. They track all the picks we make on the show. They also track all the picks that we do on the Wolfline newsletter. That newsletter is about to become a premium newsletter. So get on over to BetStamp, sign up, pay the freight, and cash with Flash, the Wolf, and Joe. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good, and most importantly, Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. 